No. <laughs> Don't start getting moody. Don't start squishy. Tell mom not to get moody. <laughs> What's up guys, how you doing? I'm Paul. I'm Morgan. In today's video, some prophets have doubled down in saying that Trump is still going to win. Other prophets have gone ahead and made apology videos. We are going to address both sides in this video and share where we are at right now concerning all of this stuff. But first, make sure you subscribe, turn on that notification bell since we're going live more often, you wanna know when. It's true. We make videos on culture and social issues from a Christian perspective to help you have hope. And be free, baby. All right. Why are we talking about this? We are just a matter of days before Joe Biden gets sworn into office. By all accounts, that's going down. And yet, we still have some prophetic voices on YouTube and elsewhere that are saying Donald Trump is going to win a second term. Biden will not be our next president. On the flip side, we've seen several prophets, prophetic voices that have come out and made very sincere apology videos. Just the other day, we had two friends send us an apology letter that the prophetic voice, Jeremiah Johnson, some of you may have heard, some may not, this apology letter that he sent, and we're gonna get to a little bit of that. And then we also have had friends, Hannah Williamson messages saying, what do you guys think about Marcus Rogers' new video? Where he literally, I mean, the title of it is, I have to repent, Trump will get a second term. And he's repenting for kind of caving on what he so firmly believes God showed him and God is continuing to reveal, which is Trump will get a second term. So all very interesting stuff. And guys, hear our hearts here. I, I wasn't totally sure we were going to make this video. It is very interesting to us. This has been a, a strong topic of conversation in the Paul and Morgan household, <laughs> in the Oligus household, and in some of our friend groups. But, but we do, we want this conversation, we want it to be edifying, we do not want to be bringing down anyone in the church, in the body of Christ. I mean, the, the goal is to unify the body of Christ, the goal is to build up the body of Christ. But as we see in many of Paul's letters, there is healthy disagreement, there is healthy challenging one another to mature in holiness. And so these type of discussions, I think they can be definitely handled in a healthy way. And that's our goal. Yep. Thank you, Morgan. You just talk so much. You just talk so much, baby. I love you. Morgan, I thought we'd start out with our boy Marcus Rogers. How did you? Clip, and then we can kind of proceed from there. But any final thoughts on this before we jump into that? No. Don't start getting moody. I will try to post any of the clips or the full letter that we talk about on here below in the description. Might be profitable for you to go check that out because we are gonna just be pulling clips from it. So on YouTube, you have Marcus Rogers who just made this video. You also have another channel that they popped up in my recommended. His name is Chris Yoon and his channel literally has just blown up. Looks like his videos are averaging 300,000, 400,000, 500,000 views. He wasn't that big of a channel until recently, but he is making video after video ultimately doubling down that Trump is gonna get a second term, that the prophecies are true. You do have, and this might sound crazy to you guys, but you still do have some of these pastors and prophetic voices not backing down. That is interesting. A lot of people are still watching what's taking place, like are the prophets right? And is God about to do something that is gonna blow the minds of this nation, Christians and non-Christians. Here's Marcus Rogers' short clip from his video. I have to repent, Trump will get a second term. And I might just, sound crazy to some of you guys 
but I just don't believe Biden will be president. And I'm not going to try to do a cop out and say, oh, maybe it's because Kamala Harris is going to be president. No, I believe right now, after all this prayer that I've been doing, that Trump will be president and something big is coming. Yeah, so I watched this whole video and it's interesting. I just remember watching a video of his more recently within the past month or two of him saying like, you know, guys, I didn't say that God told me Trump was going to win. That's so true. He has been saying that. Can't really like hold me to that. I just said, here's what I'm feeling. Then to make this video and it's like, actually guys, God did show me. Trump will be president in 2020. He's gonna get a second term. And, and in this video, if you guys watch the whole thing, he mentions a few things, how he just went back into prayer, said, God, like, I'm gonna look crazy, so you really need to confirm this. And he felt like God confirmed it in several different ways. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that was another kind of like, flag for me, because one of the ways he said that God confirmed it to him was that he opened the Bible and was looking at scripture and like looked at maybe three different scriptures or two. I don't know, one in Job and then one I remember in Matthew. Matthew 12, I think he said verse 19, which is talking very specifically about Jesus Christ. Okay. And only Jesus. And the way Marcus was kind of saying it and like using it was like God confirmed that like He's talking about Trump, like obviously not in Matthew 18, but is using that verse to to confirm to me that like Trump is going to be the savior of our nations. Like he didn't say that, but that's what one of the verses is talking about is like sending a savior to all the nations. So I don't know. I just, in my opinion, feel like you need to be very careful with using scripture that is literally about Jesus Christ and only about Jesus Christ. Like, I'm sure God can use scriptures that, you know, would mm -hmm. be talked about Jesus for confirming things, but I don't know. I just would like to be very careful with that. You are very hesitant. Um, in the Bible, you do see Old Testament talking about Elijah will come before him or must come before him. Not meaning Elijah, but meaning John the Baptist. So there was a little of that nonetheless. When you bring parallels to Donald Trump and what's happening now to Jesus, not something to take lightly. No, and I think that's where we've had like a huge issue with Trump in general is there have been people out to make him like he is going to be our savior or is our savior and that's very dangerous and it's not true. And so, yeah, I feel Would like Marcus could be like fueling that fire if he is not careful. So you said it's not true and I would agree Trump is not the savior. But would you, Morgan, kind of agree with people that their sentiment has been God has chosen Trump or God is using Trump very strategically in America and in the world? I do believe that the Lord used Trump and I believe that he'll continue to use Trump. I think that Trump is a very prideful man. I wouldn't call him like a solid godly man. Um, Not yet necessarily, right, but like, come on Trump, yes, keep going. I'm praying. Grow in your faith, boy. We gotta pray for this man to truly know the Father and walk in his steps. Yeah, so that was my thoughts with the Marcus Rogers video. I just think that he needs to be careful and I kind of question why are you making this video right now are you doing it so that if something crazy does happen Trump does somehow stay president that you get to be like see I told you I got it right I don't know it just seems weird like why are you making this video right now what is timing 
of kind of all of these things. Again, we got not very long, just a handful of days before the deadline is truly capped with him being sworn in on the 20th, I believe, Biden being sworn in on the 20th. The timing is interesting. On one hand, you have Marcus Rogers making this video on Sunday, I believe, that time frame, and then you have kind of the prophets, the prophetic voices that are making apology videos. Chris Vallotton's apology video was really recently. Jeremiah Johnson's was a few days ago. My thought is, why don't you just wait until the 20th, until Biden is 100% sworn into office? Like. Why don't you wait and then put out your apology of like, guys, I was wrong. I'm very sorry. Why are you doing it like a week or two in advance? Why yeah. you, like, are you doing that to be like, see, like I have some credit. I came out even before Biden was sworn in and I said that I was sorry. I don't know. It's, it seems weird. It's interesting. Why would you not wait? Cause there still is a chance <laughs> in my mind, once Biden is sworn in, he's sworn in and we've had the transfer of power. Why wouldn't you wait? Especially if you've been on the prophetic front lines saying that Trump's gonna win and you've held out this long, wait another week and a half or right. wait another <laughs> week. Well. Like, that is very interesting. Again, guys, one thing I don't want to do is just be like pouring damp water on the kind of the prophetic movement because the Bible talks and, and Morgan and I are believers. You get several passages where Paul talks about desiring the gift of prophecy or in the latter days, men, women, and children will prophesy. We're not gonna quench that, but we are saying like as a church, we better hold this mantle, these prophetic things with sobriety. Because when you're saying God told me this and we're gonna get to some of these, you know, apology videos and letter, like it's a serious thing and they recognize that it would seem from their apologies. If you're handling it lightly and especially if you are kind of mixing in your own desire for recognition, fame, that's when it gets dangerous. So I, I, I really hope that that's not the case. If God wants to do something absolutely insane in the next two weeks or week and a half. Bring it. Bring it, Lord. Yes. I'm with you. I would love to see it. Bring it, Lord. I would love to that see it. That would be incredible and crazy and mind-blowing, and it would shake the church, and it would shake the people outside of the church. If he wants to do that, go for By it. By keeping yes. Trump in office. Yeah. But could God not still move in powerful ways? Yes. With Biden in office. With the Biden-Harris moving into the office. Either or. We are okay with either of those things happening. We fully believe that God is the God of the impossible, that he can do literally anything at the snap of his finger. But like Paul and I both, I was just telling Paul, like I don't feel the calling on my life to go out and like talk about these things of like, well, God could still do something absolutely insane and you better wait for it, it's coming. Like, I don't feel that. And that's why it was so captivating seeing, cause I, I think many Many of us are in your boat. We don't feel that call in our lives to go prophesy these things with such boldness and confidence. So that's why we're so intrigued with the people that are so confident. But where there's yeah. confidence, there's also got to be a lot of discernment. And humility. And humility. Yeah. And, you know, I will say that there is a small piece of me that believes somehow... You heard it here. Trump will still be president. But... I'm okay with admitting that that very much could possibly be just my own desire. Morgan. Yes. You have the Jeremiah Johnson apology letter. Give us some lines that stuck out to you from that. Okay. For those of you who don't know Jeremiah Johnson, you can Google him, YouTube him. You guys whatever. don't know JJ? 
I haven't known about him that long. He has been prophesying about specifically Donald Trump and his presidency since 2015. And so that's been interesting. And so that means that he prophesied, I guess Trump came into office in 2016. So Jeremiah Johnson accurately prophesied Jeremiah Johnson, Trump's first term. Yeah, Jeremiah Johnson did like this big prophecy in 2015 that like was putting Charisma magazine okay. um, and was like put all over the world, seen all over the place, talking about how Trump was going to win the LA Dodgers or something, was going to win the World Series or something. He like said that like three things had to happen uh -huh. and that would like confirm that Trump was going to win the presidency and they all happened and then he won the presidency. And I just want to say when these preachers or prophetic voices have a good track record, that should count for something. That's pretty cool. So it makes you wonder like, okay, Jeremiah Johnson, you're coming out saying you're sorry, but could you still maybe be right? And then what's gonna happen? Are you gonna come out with another apology <laughs> letter? Be like, sorry, I doubted myself. And that's, I think, what one of the reasons we're seeing Marcus Rogers make this video. He's like, I am not gonna be one of the ones who yeah. said, I feel so confidently Trump's gonna win. And then came out and said, actually, I think I may have been wrong. Yeah. And then Trump wins and you're like, uh, He's no. wanting to be like, I was there standing fast to what I believe the Lord yeah. told me. All right, so here's just a few things that Jeremiah said. I would like to repent for inaccurately prophesying that Donald Trump would win a second term as the president of the United States. I refuse to blame the saints and say it didn't come to pass because they did not pray enough. Nor will I proclaim Donald Trump actually won, so I was right, but now it has been stolen from him. I believe the first statement seeks to alleviate the prophetic message from the responsibility of what he prophesied, and the second statement is filled with potential pride and an unwillingness to humble himself and admit he was wrong. Hmm. I think that that's very interesting. I appreciate what he's saying and like he's not putting it on the people of America. Like you guys didn't pray hard enough. The church didn't fast to uh -huh. enough or blah, 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 blah. And that's why Trump didn't win. That's why my prophecy didn't wasn't fulfilled. It's your fault. Um, because yeah, we've seen things like that in the past and I'm sure we'll see them in the future, in the present. Let me just read a little more. I want to go on record. I was wrong. I am deeply sorry and I ask for your forgiveness. I specifically want to apologize to any believer in whom I have now caused potential doubt concerning the voice of God and his ability to speak to his people. As a human being, I missed what God was saying. However, rest assured, God himself is not a liar and his written word should always be the foundation and source of our lives as Christians. He definitely worded it in a very humble way, kind of like he was owning it. Yeah. He was owning it. One thing, and Morgan, you you spent a little more time on his letter than I did. I'm curious if he said anything about, I don't think necessarily he needs like step away from ministry, but like maybe pulling back and seeking the Lord on where he missed it or simply like hold off on making prophecies for a little while to kind of seek the Lord on that. Did he say anything about that? I'm not totally sure it's a pretty long apology letter and you guys let me know in the comments what you think i think for someone who has been on the record multiple times saying trump is going to win god told me trump will get a second term and then assuming here shortly if it does not come to pass in your apology saying it not i'm gonna pull back for a little while just to seek the lord and maybe reevaluate my hearing of him and step out of the light for a little while i think that's appropriate what do you think in 
You said you're not sure if he did in that letter? <gasps> yeah, I'm not totally sure if he did in that letter. Um, I can't remember. But I do think that that would be the right move to, you know, chill out on your prophecies for a little bit. And, you know, there were several things that he prophesied that came to pass. Um, he did actually in October prophesy that Amy Coney Barrett would be the next Supreme Court justice before the election. Oh, wow. So he gave a time frame on that. Because yeah, a lot of people when Ruth Bader Ginsburg passed, a lot of people were like, there's no way that the Republicans are going to get another one before the election. So those following that. Jeremiah Johnson closely would say he has a string of prophecies that have proven to be very accurate. Mm -hmm. So now it's like, I don't think that he needs to step down from his ministry forever or like anything. And I appreciate him coming out and apologizing and humbling himself. But I believe that the continued right thing to do would take a little bit of time away. And it seems like he does have people around him just in the letter in the first paragraph. He's talked about like under his local church, he's got people who he walks with closely that he's been talking to and seeking wisdom and advice from. So it sounds like he's doing the right things. But I just wanted to read this last part from it because I don't know if I totally agree with it. He said, God himself anointed Donald Trump in 2016 and then removed him from office in 2020 because of his own pride and arrogance. Joe Biden's becoming the 46th president of the United States is meant to humble not only Donald Trump, but all those who worshiped him more than they kept their focus on Jesus Christ. Pulling a little Beth Moore there. So I thought that that was very interesting. Come on, bro. Couldn't you have just stuck with the apology? <laughs> you had to get controversial. I just don't know. I don't know if God would just be like, okay, because you didn't humble yourself before me in these past four years, you're done. Like God might. He might. He very well might. And I could see that happening. But like... There's a lot more going on than just the man Donald Trump. There's a lot yeah. of a bigger thing going on. It's like God would then like literally punish all of America, <laughs> which some people might say well, he's not punished. He's saving America with Biden, but right. I don't know. It just, to me, it sounded kind of like Jeremiah, you're humbling yourself saying, I missed it here. And then you kind of bring it around at the end with, here's another confident thing that, <laughs> that God is doing. And it's like, maybe so, but I would just, again, like give it a little bit of space. God can still very much use imperfect people that have certain struggles to carry out his will and do great things. We saw it with Samson, I mean Cyrus, and that's some prophetic stuff in there with Trump. Whether it was a believer or a non-believer, God can still use that person in that situation. Don't know yet if I love that part either, but it was just a little weird to me. We're just, you know, we're we're all sorting this out. It's it's a I mean 2020 crazy time for all of us. It was challenging, it was testing. Like Lord, if nothing else, bring some humility on the church so that you can build us back up in just a rightful confidence in you mm -hmm. instead of our own voices and stuff like that. That our foundation is built on Christ alone. On Christ alone, our hope is found. You know, it's it's such a difficult thing because I want, I think there, that God does desire a confidence from his children that the sheep hear my voice. And Well, and that's the thing though. I feel like if God were to have told me one-on-one, -on -one, specifically in a dream. Then you're gonna stick I'm to gonna it. I'm gonna stick to it. I'm gonna stand firm. So to all of you people who are standing firm, I give you respect and props. Like you feel like this is what the Lord has revealed to you uh -huh. and you're not gonna back down on it until you are 1000% proven wrong. And respect, respect that. Is that. Ad that is admirable. But. 
but at the same time, you gotta be able to, you gotta be able, once you see it did not come to pass, question, did I hear the Lord correctly? And be okay with people being like, look, love you, but I'm not really gonna take your prophetic wisdom right now. I'm gonna give you a little space. Just stick with the word for a little while and give you a little time to, to I mean, literally to build your prophetic reputation back. What, what's the Bible say? A prophet will be recognized by if his prophecies come to pass. Guys, at any time, no matter what we're saying, as we continue with this video, comment below and let us know your thoughts on any of this stuff. So now we got Chris Ballatin, who is out of Bethel Church, and apparently he has been known to make, make a good amount of prophecies related to politics. Don't know a ton about him. Let's hear what he's got to say. I take full responsibility for being wrong. There's no excuse for it. I, I think it, um, it doesn't make me a false prophet, but it does actually create a credibility gap. And a lot of a lot of people trust me, trust my ministry. And um, I wanna say that I'm very sorry for everyone who put their trust in me and that, um, and then there was this um, major, major mistake. And I, I wanna say, uh, I'm sorry. And I want to look into the reasons why there was a disconnection there in what I heard. And um, I have always, believe that when you make a public declaration that if you get it wrong you have to make a public apology if you make a public declaration and get it wrong you should make a public apology is that fair yeah yeah i think that's fair and right <laughs> i think that it's interesting that he was like you know this doesn't make me a false prophet but it does hurt my credibility that is the kind of the question here and i know that some of you are watching this just chomping at the bit to say, oh yeah, they're 100% false prophets. We know there are false prophets. Yes. We know yes, there are false prophets know. who come to us in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravaging wolves. You will know them by their fruit. So I look at these guys and I say, are they bearing bad fruit? Are they genuinely prophesying that Jesus is not the son of God? Are they prophesying and getting it wrong like all the time? And so they're just kind of like liars. You got to look at a number of things, I feel like, versus maybe one thing that they got wrong. Look at their track record. The Bible talks about, we, we see in part, we prophesy in part, but one day we will see in full. And it talks about desiring the gift of prophecy. So to me, and you guys, let me know what you think. Let me know what you think. But it's, it's a more complicated issue than just saying, you said Donald Trump was going to be president again. You got it wrong. You are a false prophet. I mean, the, the term to, to call someone a false prophet is a big accusation. I, I would assume, to call someone a false prophet, that's saying they're not in the family of God. Right. What do you think? And that they're going to hell. That's not a term to throw around. I mean, you guys might try to attribute that to these people. From what I know of Jeremiah Johnson, from what I know of, of Marcus Rogers, I think there's a lot of good fruit. But perhaps I think that they could get a little off track, get up in their fields a little bit. Yes, and I think with social media, the very quick rise to semi-stardom in a way yeah. that people can have right now because of social media and whatnot. Like, you couldn't become this like well-known name mm -hmm. as fast as you can these days. You have to factor all of that in as well. And so it's like, it's a heavy burden to carry on top of being a prophetic person and 
and knowing that thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of people want to hear what you have to say. What is God revealing to you? We want to know. And so pride can overtake you in a second. Like the enemy, I think the first thing he'll attack you with is pride. Or, or Exactly. Or, or just creep in and, and subtly and suddenly like that's playing a part when maybe it's not you know, you're not completely off the deep end. Right. But there's some of that. So there's a lot of things that these men and women are having to battle behind the scenes that we don't see. And so I want to give grace and I want to show mercy. But also I, I do want to see people held accountable for their, you know, that you said God told you this. That's a huge thing. You need to be held accountable for it. Um, but do I think that they should be flogged? No. <laughs> you do see, and I've noticed this over the past couple of years on YouTube, certain Christian YouTubers and like lots of their video titles are, God told me this, God wants you to know this. And they're very bold titles and they tend to get a good amount of views. But when you're saying God told me this in the title, I hope that God told you that. I hope that God made it very clear to you before you made that video title that. Well guys, this was very much a discussion of- <gasps> <laughs> this was very much a discussion of what we've been talking about as we're trying to sort it out and we're we're trying to ask for discern we're trying to seek discernment and we're trying to gather discernment, Holy Spirit discernment and how to navigate these times because they are truly crazy times, unprecedented in our lifetimes. Yeah, I hope you guys felt like this was a conversation yeah. just between like friends because that's truly what it is. Like Paul and I really are having nightly daily conversations about this that's stuff part of like, the fun part of the fun of having a youtube channel we can take our conversations off camera and move them to our bigger audience with you guys <laughs> so let's keep it going let us know where you're at with these trump prophecies with these prophetic voices that are making these bold statements what do you see happening what's your discernment telling you but please guys listen i don't want the comment section to turn into a ruthless bashing session of these people I don't want it, so I'm going to be taking those comments down that are just ruthless. There can be constructive criticism, disagreeing with any of these people we mentioned, disagreeing with Morgan and I, but keep it constructive, keep it in love. Give this video a thumbs up. If you are in the midst of a wild, tense time, you are hopeful for 2021, and you are confident that God is in control. God is in control, and God is in control. God is in control. God is in control. God is in control. All right. We love you guys. Lots coming up to talk about. We'll see you tomorrow, Friday, for our live video where we're going deeper. We'll catch you again very soon. Have hope. And be free.